how do you beat Thrasher? I like it. All right, welcome back to another episode of Anatomical Precision, a Guild Ball podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Pine, Mike the Dog Pine. And I'm Chris Schlegel. And I'm Dan Riker. Whoa, wait a minute, that's not Jared. Boo, 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 boo. What's happening? What happened to Jared? Uh, Jared is, as always, a great, like, dedicated member of the Guild Ball community. Um, and as such, he let it be known to me and Chris recently that he had some other endeavors that he wanted to work on in regards to uh, Guild Ball, other ways he wanted to benefit the community. So, and those were exclusive to podcasting. Wish him well. On I mean, that. do you need to be the secretive? Um, I actually don't know. I'm being the secretive just to be sure. He's doing. He's doing stuff that he's playtesting. Yes, I thought that yeah. was no. I was a playtester before. Sure, but I, and I couldn't podcast at that time. Gotcha. So I didn't know. He's if, in the same boat. Oh, I didn't know if they were supposed to like not say that they were playtesting. I, don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not going to get him in trouble. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Cool. So, I mean, I think he's actually being responsible. Like, from just the sheer fact of being, hey, guys, you know, technically, I'm sure you could kind of sort of podcast, but he doesn't want to split hairs, he doesn't want to try and, you know, screw with people, so he just said, hey, boom, boom, I'm a super nice guy, I'm going to go help the game. Yes. Continue. As we know, Jared is nothing more than a super nice guy. So, with mm-hmm. that, who are you? Oh, hi, I'm Dan Riker. Um, I have uh, been playing Guild Ball since uh, midway through Season 2. Um, I kind of have been on again, off again. I, uh, my main game is War Machine, but um, pretty soon I'm going to be making Guild Ball uh, my main game. I'm a hyper-competitive player. I've been playing games for a super long time, and I'm really excited to just kind of dig down and, and talk about some competitive aspects of this game that can uh, help me level up. Boom. Boom. All right, so Dan will be joining us for mm-hmm. for as we go in this beautiful adventure. Uh, that is yep. the podcast. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, so we wish Jared all the best. And he still has the uh, jersey, so he is still always with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, Okay, you need- so what do you want to start with tonight? Uh, well, we went to this little thing, you know, called, little thing? called mm-hmm. SteepCon. I think it was like a month ago? <laughs> Basically, Quite a month uh, ago. it was 18 <laughs> days ago. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, it was SteamCon, if anybody's not, can't connect the dots. Uh, I'm so sorry that you had that much of a difficulty. But, um, so, how did you guys get there? Like, how did we travel there? Uh, Physically, how did you get there? By plane. I went to my much Chris, superior, uh, airport, and then landed in Chicago's really terrible airport. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> already, already starting off on a great note. Okay. <laughs> How did you get yourself there, uh, Riker? Oh, well, I jumped in a moving hotel with uh, four other friends, and uh, it was supposed to be 14 hours. Um, our buddy Vin, shout outs to uh, Vin in Connecticut, um, he, he, he did all the driving, and uh, about, I think it was five-ish hours into the drive, uh, we came to a screeching halt, 
and uh, crawled across the highway to find out that there was a huge accident and the highway was closed. And uh, that uh, 14-hour drive turned into a 17-hour drive. Um, so super sweet. It was it was a it was a really good road trip. Uh, one of those one-off things that we're never gonna do again because we're gonna take a plane next time. But uh, for the experience at the time, it was a really good 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 choice. Yeah, that's uh that's gutsy. You went for like the super uh, Gen Con trip. You went another good hour hour plus. Fact. Yeah. No big deal. No Casual. Big deal. So I, you said that. One of your local drove all the way. Oh, everything, all the way there and all the way back. How is he like a truck driver by profession? So um, I'm pretty sure that he's comfortable driving those reasonable hours, uh, and then uh, I never stop talking, so it helps him uh, to stay awake while driving. Gotcha. Okay. Really, it's just anything and everything you could bring up. Um, that being said, uh, we stopped at a Waffle House. I never had Waffle House before. Um, absolutely amazing. I had uh, steak and eggs, a waffle, three biscuits and gravy. Uh, so, oh my god, just everything. It was just all in my mouth. Anyways, um, so we got to Chicago, and man, was I excited for the food. But I'm sure that you guys were a little more excited about maybe the tournaments. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So you guys have been prepping. You guys have been talking about your, your training session montages and whatnot. Um, number one, before we get into the overall results of what you guys did, um, would you say that you guys felt loose? Did you guys feel confident, good, you know what I mean? Like the training paid off? I was pretty relaxed. Yeah? I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, super dedicated training. Just go in naturally and, uh, (laughs) whatever happens, happens. (laughs) Fair enough? Me on the other hand, um, yeah, Holy was... I had the Rocky montage going. I was, yeah, I was ready. Um, no, yeah, I definitely did. I mean, as much training as as I could, prepping as I could, which is basically play in as many local tournaments as possible. Uh, which yep. so I was feeling pretty good. Um, I, I think the uh, one of the other podcasts had me on like a week or two before SteamCon to talk about Mason, and mm-hmm. um, I listened to that, and that kind of gave me. Not myself talking, but the more them talking around me and telling me how they thought I was going to win and I was a favorite, kind of, uh, not put the pressure on, but I guess it, it got me feeling pretty confident, uh, maybe too confident, but no, it, it got me feeling good. <laughs> got me feeling good. So. so it's one of those things where um, it's difficult to be good at a game, right? And then it's still a dice game, so we all know that luck is a factor. Um, but what's really nice about Guild Ball in particular is the the long shanks, just the website. Being able to say, you know, hey, you know what? I, I never like to say how well I'm doing, but I have a website to, to have at least a little bit of data to back up what I'm talking about. Like, hey, man, you know, outside of this tournament, I've been doing really effing well with this guild. Like, <laughs> so it, it's nice to have that because there's not a lot of games that have that sort of of information that you can just look up at any moment. Agreed. And it's uh, the fact that it's pretty well, uh, pretty rigorously, like, uh, the mythology uh, behind it is pretty rigorous and well-maintained and quickly updated is, is really helpful because there, there are other games that I play that do have ranking systems that don't necessarily hit all those points and, you know, at a certain point, like, what point ranking Yeah. So, uh, Friday, uh, is the LCQ, 
Yes. Right, right. We all participated in this, correct? We did. Yeah. We did, yes. So who, who would like to go first? Do we want to go through round by round, or do you just want one person to go and then the next person? Let's, um, let's do round by round, but not necessarily, uh, the entire game. Let's keep it new. Of course not. Island. Okay, yeah. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> A bridge synopsis. If we, if we actually even remember, I'm going to bring up Longchamp now so I can remember all my games. <laughs> well, Alright, so you want to start that, us I'll off? Just, yeah. Chris, fire from so, the hip, go. Firing from the hip. First round Bang. is Shark versus Rage for me. Um, okay. I didn't deserve to win this game. Because, Great. like, best way to start a day. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw my uh, opponent's like path to victory right before me. I'm like, well, I'm screwed. <laughs> and then he allocated <laughs> influence differently than what I would have. And yep. then it was like, well, I got a shot now. So uh, he was a great player. Um, as said, firing from the hip. So I'm sorry, I forget literally everybody's name. It was a six round. Uh, tournament, so yeah, I can't remember all that. <laughs> Good luck with that so, one. Yeah. So, you know what a great invention for solving that problem would be? Okay. It would be going on. To, it would be going on to Longchamps and figuring out the name of your. Uh, you're gonna make me go to this website. All right, all right. Yeah, you going, were playing. Go, uh, Mr. Bossman. Chris, you were playing Jeremiah England. All right, Jeremiah England. Good old Jeremiah. Good old Jeremiah. How did I forget that name? Yeah, how did you forget that name? <laughs> <laughs> Six rounds, man. Six rounds. Oh, God. So, anyway, that was a really tight game. Um, I pushed out a bunch and eventually ended up with missed near my goal, and I tackled it off of him and kicked it into open space to get off the board and then uh, just scored in another goal. Um, my next round. Uh, no, 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 no. Slow down. Slow down. Oh. We're doing one person at a time. Yeah. Right. You're crazy. <laughs> right here. Mike, go. Oh, me. All right. Uh, I played uh, Jen. 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 I know Jen. I went with Jen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. We had met before up in Massachusetts, I think. Or Connecticut, I don't know where it was. It was somewhere. I think um, you went to a Poughkeepsie tournament. No, it was it was definitely Connecticut. Or it was Connecticut. Now that I think about it. Anyway, Jesus, okay, wow, <laughs> Mister, I don't know, but it's you're definitely wrong. Moving on, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Jim, cool guy. We talked briefly at the other tournament, but we talked more this time. Uh, he was playing butchers, um, so I apologize to him in advance for what was going to happen. Um, and yep. pretty much played out as, uh, and, and I felt a little rusty in this game, but, um, I mean, I wasn't really too worried. He picked Knox into Hammer, um, yeah. and basically every time he the model. Actually, that's not true. He did not pick Knox in Hammer. He played away. It shows that he picked Ox, but that's wrong. Um, cause I was gonna, I was gonna say that I don't remember Ox. Actually, no, is that right? Did I don't Um. Uh, Whatever he was playing, it, I'll just put up Longshanks to find out what your opponent played. And, and it says Ox, but I could swear, whatever. Maybe it wasn't Flay. He was throwing. He, <laughs> whatever, was, he, he was throwing some models in, and they were doing shit, but they were getting counterattacked, and they were getting knocked out of melee by counterattack. Which is what happens um, again? Which butcher get counterattacked? Yep. Um, Can confirm. 
And I think at one point he took two counter charges with the model, which was, uh, you know, unfortunate. It's a bold he... strategy, Cotton. <laughs> well, he, he like, he, he, he knew it and then went around to think about what else to do and then he came back to that and then his models and said, sure, yes, okay, I'm going to counter charge you then and he's like, oh yeah, that's right. That's it. Um, <laughs> so that didn't help. So I ended up killing model. Uh, I did overextend hammer and let him get taken out um, at like the top of a turn uh, with like five points on him by four. Uh, so that was sad. But other than that, I won 12 saves. <laughs> man, man, you are adding a new definition to a bridged synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> so I played Chris Ryan. Um, I dropped Thresher. He played Ballista. So a little bit of backstory. Uh, I'm a fish player. I've pretty much played fish since season two and didn't really stray from that. I played a little bit of Brewers for fun and some other stuff, but pretty much when the tournament came, I played fish. And um, about a month before SteamCon, uh, my buddy Kyle, shout out to Kyle in Connecticut, um, just walks over one day and hands me the Honest Land box. Says, here you go. What? Okay, so I guess I'm playing Farmers now. Um, so played a lot of the Honest Land box, and then obviously with the the Thresher box that came out, um, I had about two or three games with Thresher, so I I know none of the tech. I'm just going off of tabletop fundamentals. Um, so he drops Ballista, which luckily I had a little bit of experience into. Um, I played three games of Thresher, one game of Grange. Um, the three games of Thresher, I didn't have a game where Thresher didn't get six points turn one. Um, and he never spent a harvest marker. So, uh, it was kind of nuts. Um, Thresher's, uh, pretty so good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's what kids tell me. Um, so I was up 10 to 3, and then I clocked out, and it was wicked early in my turn. And he absolutely just goes into, well, I'm done. Well, I'm done. Well, I'm done. Like, he's just going to try and clock me out and win on the game. So, uh, I'm going to sidetrack on this a little bit and say the number one win condition in Guild Ball right now is the clock. Yep. Um, and it, it was a little infuriating, um, but I can talk about that later. Um, so uh, I, I, end up, I end up just starting my turn because I didn't win from all of my activations, killing a model and winning the game. But um, yeah, uh, I, I enjoy the fact that the game isn't over when you clock out. But um, I can definitely tell from this was like another level of I never outside of Captain Con I've never really played convention guild ball before, which is obviously a little more serious than your local. Um, and it was very blatantly obvious that people will clock over to you for even two seconds just to do it. Um, and there was a couple times where I'm helping someone with a measurement, not this round, but they'll clock over to me, and I'll just be like, no, and put it back on them. Because I'm helping them with their measurement. So, it, I don't want to say it was contentious, because this was actually a lot better than a War Machine convention, but um, it, it was definitely uh, a pain point of, of the event. Um, so, round two. Chris, you started. Alright, round two I played Jason Watt. He's a guy from uh, Kentucky. Uh, mm -hmm. And he was playing Engineers, Pinvice, and just the way dice fell apart on him at just the right time for me. And so mm -hmm. I, he ended up with basically all of his influence knocked down with no momentum left and ended up going 12-0 there, which 
Nice. Spoiler alert for next round. Gave me a false sense of confidence. Oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. Mike, go. Uh, I play Zachary Gray of Chicago uh, Land Game. Uh, we had a honor on honor mirror. I think it was not an exact player mirror. He had missed and I had up. Uh, and it was very, very solid game. We went for the goal turn one. I went for killing the model or doing something along those lines. Um, he mm-hmm. was playing the scoring game. Um, and then you uh, recognized him like right after he went in with mallet on this like couple two activation and go boom signal boom knock down boom damage and then you realize wait a minute now it's now sitting in the middle of my opponent's yeah. team he's gonna die that's that's no bueno yeah <laughs> uh so I think, have a bad time. I, I think I was able to get the return goal. And kill that model, putting me up to eight. And I don't know how I got the last goal or takeouts or something like that, but I can go fight my way in my Okay. Yeah. Um, I played Jeffrey Liu. Um, he played uh, Filet into Thresher. Uh, once again, I got the six point on turn one. Um, and uh, I scored another goal with Thresher, I believe. And then um, Thresher died. And it was no big deal. Um, I walked him onto the board. So I have Vet Brisket basically in front of my goal. And Harry off to a side. I felt like with a full stack, Thresher should, might be able to kill Harry. Again, I I haven't really gotten to the nuts and bolts of this game yet. So I don't actually know what's estimated. Um, so I thought that I pre-measured that if I came off the side and walked on, I could charge Harry and then put him in the dirt. Um Come to find out, I was out by like an inch. So I just remember just a, a lapse on my part. If I just brought him off the back edge of the table, I charge Vet Brisket and kill her. Because um, obviously she can't unpredictable far away enough. Um, so with that being said, it was 10 8. Um, he, or no, 10 6. And Filet proceeds to uh, take a tater counterattack, not get knocked down, Tatter even with a crowd out. Counterattack. He, she was crowded out by one, and Tater was in cover. I counterattacked and uh, didn't knock her down. Sure, whatever. Moving on. Um, she then proceeded to dodge or blood rain on the success um, and dodge, and then be able to pass to Vet Brisket and then uh, snapshot for the win. Or they? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. She ended up killing Tater, sure. and then passed to Bet Brisket Snapshot win the game. Um, so that was my game two. All right. So Chris, game three. Game three versus Ben Lang. It is up on stream. Uh, you can catch that over on Vince Kirkhoff's uh, YouTube channel, and uh, it fell apart. I went in with the false <laughs> confidence. And for some reason, I thought I could kill Hoist. And pro tip, never kill Hoist. Never try to kill Hoist. Especially not with Corsair. Uh, I, I killed Hoist. Yeah, and Thresher... All sense of confidence I did two before. <laughs> I'm going to see how many times I can trigger Mike with Thresher. <laughs> uh-huh. But anyway, I ended okay. up sinking in way too many resources there and then lost it, so... 
That's unfortunate. Um, On the mic. Also, do you want to point out, I don't think we did or not, top 12 qualified? Yeah. When I heard last chance qualifier, I thought it was one guy. (laughs) We thought it was going to be one or two as well. Yeah. It turned out to be five, and then it turned out to be 12. And good thing, too, because we wouldn't have our current world champions. Well, not necessarily at all. Had it not not have been 12 or Kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Um, so just pointing out for the viewers at home, you can lose two games and still qualify, depending on your strength of schedule. So with both Chris and I at one loss, it really was anybody's game still. Um, so Mike, your game three. Uh, my game three was against Kevin Stewart of the Gilball fame. Mm-hmm. Whatever, the grandpa. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was playing blacksmiths uh, with all of yeah, cool. So he played uh, earth iron, uh, earth alloy, and almost positive, yeah, almost positive bolt and ferret. I think he was going okay. all out scoring. Um, yeah, yeah, and, I, I'm a super score team. Yeah, so we, we I was like, all right, so, and I played iron. Uh, it was going to be super scoring matchup, I thought. Um, and very quick, and instead it was the most ridiculous, like, slog, throw his models in. Um, Bolt lived for, like, three or four turns while being... Your mic just cut out. <laughs> Your mic just cut out. <laughs> Bolt survived while he pulled his microphone out. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yep. I can hear you now. All right. Uh, yeah, so Bolt, uh, he didn't mention much, much. Bolt survived with, like, being, for, like, two or three turns while being attacked by, like, two or three models. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, the, not that his dice were, like, in any way necessarily more favorable, but it was just kind of like a, one of those, you know, uh, cascading of, of nothing happening. So our models That's were, how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our models were kind of just smashing together. Some people got some gold. Um, and then I had myself, I had gotten up to eight by getting the bowl and uh, takeouts. I think he had gotten the takeout and the bowl. And the ball, I think I kicked the ball to get it away from my goal. It threatened gold the whole time. Um, and it's just kind of laying there. And he has a model come back on the field, kind of runs up in front of it, but was it within uh, snap range? So, that, you know, start of next turn, initiative roll. He wins it. Good. I get my momentum. I imagine he's going to take the ball and try to pass it somewhere. So I have to mm-hmm. work for it with Flint. But um, I think, uh, as Kevin said, he forgot. He was starting to get pretty sick uh, as, it, as it were. He forgot that I was on eight points. So he just kind of uh, did something else and let Flint walk casually up to the ball and. Casually, where they go into, I believe, like cabin range, if not definitely, uh, definitely goal range, take that shot and uh, score, which is good because I was like about a minute away from the bottom. <laughs> so uh, I play uh, Sam Bredesen, um, another Philly player. So uh, this time I tighten up quite a bit on the original game plan and. Uh, I just get the six-point activation turn one and then just proceed to kick another goal and kill a guy. Um, so that was 12-4. Round four. Round four, I played a guy 
named Sam, and I'm going to mispronounce this, Doyron. Um, he was playing Brewer's Tapper. I was playing Shark. And I proceeded to do the same thing I typically shark do with Shark, which is push some people off the board while I score some goals. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up forgetting at one point that Siren was Huariad. And so I ended up getting pushed off the board as well oh, by shit. a Halzat, like a dummy. But uh, it was a good thing he did that because <laughs> that, that made it a very close game. Um, he did have to, in the end, he had one last shot, which was going to be super dicey to, uh, he had to finish killing off two of my players. It was Jack and somebody else with, um, Tapper in one activation. And it would have just had to have a lot of really good dice spikes, I think. And then, or me miss a goal and then let it, let it end there. Hmm. But it didn't. Yeah, but it didn't okay. happen. I, he didn't kill two guys, and I went ahead and scored a goal with tentacles to win. Nice. That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, okay, Mike. Alright. Uh, so this was my first Thrasher game of, of that. Uh, I was playing against Yippee! Shane Waddy from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks very much like Athlete Fedrick. Uh, and I told him that later on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and no, really, really nice guy. So we were playing, uh, I think I've spoke about it other places at this point, but I had definitely gone into it very prepared for my first turn against Thresher with Honor. Um, and yep. I did my setup, and it worked perfectly. Came in and did some things, and then I go and kill Thresher Top 2. Uh, yes, this plan. It's great. Beautiful. Uh, but I didn't know what to do with the rest of the game. Mike, it's like a five-turn game. What are you doing? (laughs) The goal was literally, how do I kill Thresher Top And I did that very successfully. Uh, So, game goes back and forth. Thresher comes on, gets really good feet. Legendary, rather. uh, Turn. Potato, potato. Does does a bunch of things. Gets back into the game. Um... Basically, what ends up happening is I'm uh, on six points, I think it is. But in the in the process of him working himself back, um, he gets himself up to eight. I think I'm at six, and he clocks out, uh, like quite quite with quite an advantage. So basically, we go. He has one short of the. He has one activation. Uh, actually, no, he has exactly the amount of activation as the game. Um, that said, okay. I... Actually, I'm not sure how that works. But anyway, th- there's too much math involved. But I do something, and I make a really stupid choice that... Um, and he has the ball. All he needs to do is score a goal. I kill a model, um, which helps, but doesn't win me the game. Uh, so I guess he must have been one short of um, Got it. Anyway, so I end up in the round, in the turn with eleven uh, points from his clock out, and mm-hmm. he has no influence left on the board. Uh, or he does his like that last activation, or he's about to do his last activation. He, I'm going to eleven at the end of it. He doesn't have any influence. He doesn't like he. He basically he concedes. 
uh, or he goes like, I don't think I could do anything. I think this is it. Go class influence. Uh, I think you got this. And I made the classic mistake of saying, "Would you like to play it out?" <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, um, he's like, "Well, isn't the game over?" And I'm like, "Well, it's not over. Like, the game is not physically over. You still have one more activity." He goes, "All right, I guess I will." So then he, the death of a gentleman. He uh, he takes a not super unlikely goal, but he you know goes with a Harrow goal run and gets it. So uh, that would be it. <laughs> uh, ends up a little. What did uh, what did we learn, Mike? When somebody concedes uh, and gives you their hand, you uh, take it. They, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> you you shove them right off that cliff. You don't offer that hand. <laughs> no, you don't pull him back. <laughs> I pulled him right back off that cliff. You pulled him right back, <laughs> and he just turned around and threw you right off that cliff. It's okay. I think uh, when we get to the next round, I'll talk about how karma realigns. So it's okay. Ah, uh, okay. Well, uh, this is easy for me because this is my last round that I played. Um, I played against Mark Goodman. Um, so he walks up to the table, and uh, I had played about I want to say ten games of Farmers, and yet I had never played the Mirror before. So I'm like, oh boy, I don't know what to do. So um, I kind of just threshered my way through the last few games. And uh, this time I dropped Grange, because I really like Grange in the mirror, just in case he dropped Thresher. Uh, he also dropped Grange. We played a player-for-player uh, player mirror. Um, so it was Grange, Peck, um, Fallow, Bushel, Tater, Millstone, Harrow? No. It sounds like There's one player difference. Yes, I don't, whatever. Fucking farmers. Um, so we're playing the game, and it's just very, very clearly evident that he knows his rules a lot better than I know mine. Um, and uh, at this point, we can agree that we're about eight hours into this tournament. Yes. Um, and uh, with getting, I'm not going to make excuses, but I'm going to absolutely make excuses right now. <laughs> um, getting to Illinois at about 2.30 in the morning um, to pass out on an air mattress and then wake up and start playing in this thing. Um, my head was not in the game. Uh, so all the props to him. Uh, I ended up, um, he scored and then the ball scatter was in his favor. I was kind of looking at the table. Like I kind of came here for a fun vacation to Chicago, uh, which is highly unlike me. Um, (laughs) but so I ended up just scooping the game and dropping from the tournament. And, uh, We'll, we'll we'll finish the rounds and then I can give a brief synopsis of my awesome trip to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and how this was a very good choice. So my next round was against Jared McGraw, and we know that yeah, name. Yeah, we know that name. And he had just came off of stream in round four, so you can check that out. Um, Sweet. And he had lost his stream game, and he was. It, it looked. To me, like he was, he was feeling pretty bummed about it, and I was, I was feeling really freaking tired because I just got done running to McDonald's for like the five minute break that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to make a little side question. Um, would you playing on stream? Did that add quite a bit of pressure to you, or no? Was it just kind of another game? Um, the only time it added pressure was when I was embarrassingly attacking Hoist, and then I was just like, you know what, this robot needs to fucking die on stream, so okay. I'll do anything for that, and then that messed me up, but then in the next game that I was on stream, it didn't. 
Um, cool. I did. I think it's very interesting. I think people uh, people react differently when they have the camera on them. Yeah. So, uh, I played. I guess. I guess it seemed like to me that we were just playing kind of a casual, friendly game, and mm-hmm. he ends up winning it because I mean, at this point, we've already got decent strengths of schedule. Like, there's not a whole lot we're gonna lose. And honestly, I didn't. I kind of didn't want to qualify. So, <laughs> what did that turn out? This game happened, and he he definitely outplayed me. And what was the matchup? Oh, it was Obulus versus Corsair, which he okay. which he's been prepping for. Like, yeah, yeah, Vassal Monster. Yeah, Jared is a great player, and uh, he outplayed me in one, and it was a good game. Cool. Mike, you're on five. All right. So, just how I felt really good about my last round, despite uh, this round. Yeah. Um, uh, I had asked uh, Jordan not to drop something last round. Yep. Something like that. Uh, so I asked him to go across the street down to the mall that was right by the hotel and pick me up food from the food court. He said, "Sure." He then proceeded to fall asleep during the round four um, at the table, and then uh, I'm like finishing up round four. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, Mike, I fell asleep." He's like, "Do you want to go get food now?" And me being like super tired and super hungry, I'm like, "Yes." So we run and get in his car, drive across the street, go. I get I uh, get food from the food court. I run back, can't find him because uh, he also ran in after after parking his car. We did like a little three stooges. So we found each other. I run back. I start texting Jared or Chris and both of them being like, hey, don't let him start without me. So I rush in. I have this giant plate of Japanese from the Sarku. Delicious. And I get, I walk up and I play your opponent, Dan from Blaster, Mark. Mark, yeah. Mark. Goodman. Somewhere, somewhere, uh, and he was yeah he was playing pressure. So um, I don't know what I was thinking and decided not to go with my strategy that I had practiced. And literally did last round. Literally did last round and worked literally. pretty well. Okay. Uh, so I take hammer. It's great. <laughs> Which was not a round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> basically, how this game goes is I'm losing. I'm losing. Um, I'm losing. He clocks, or he's about to clock. I forget where where that goes. Um, but he get, first gets a chance to win the game with a uh, four die goal. Um, misses, and in doing so, okay. cannot generate any more victory points for like a turn in it. Um, yeah. So he loses. Uh, I don't know what I actually scored in that game. I feel like I scored like two takeouts. Maybe <laughs> uh, it was a timeout victory. <laughs> but I did, I did kill Thresher. I did kill Thresher. So my goal of hopefully kill, Amber can do that. I, my goal of continuing to kill Thresher uh, <laughs> had been successful so far. Win or lose, he's going in the dirt. So I totally didn't deserve to win that round, but uh, so you are now four and one. Okay, and Chris is three and two. Yes. Alright. Okay. Chris, Chris, last round. Alright, last round I played uh, James 
I don't know how to say that last name, Prusser. Uh, he's Jimmy, Close he's enough. the guy with the liquor cart. And, yep. uh... That's how you get a name right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, a uh, He's got Corsair. I've got Corsair. Uh, which is the matchup from hell. It's the slowest matchup ever. Yeah. And basically, I start off, I receive the ball, go in Sakana, uh, scores a goal, knee sliders out, and then he almost kills Sakana. Sakana gets wow. away, and then then we like I try to play an honest game for a minute, and mm-hmm. then he gets like a kill or two, and I'm up like twelve minutes on the clock, and I'm like, you know what? I'm up twelve minutes on the clock. I can just walk away, and, yeah. and clock this out. So, the game out. So there was like a solid thirty minutes of just me trying to clock this guy out. And it was the most miserable match I've ever played. Yep. Well, that's what you get for playing Corsair. Yeah, he he was a great opponent, but it was just, I noticed I was up on clock, and so, yeah. And then my last round, uh, I played Mm -hmm. Zach another local. Connecticut native. Shout out to Zach, Uh, who also qualified. Yeah, and Zach, uh, Zach actually has a really good record. I think this was... He does. He had been undefeated um, in the two uh, So, But he plays a much more sporty style uh, engineer, and uh-huh. I played Hammer, um, and uh, Hammer killed everybody. And yep. scored goals. <laughs> he uh, came up to me after the game and said, yeah. uh, I have no experience against Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! <laughs> yeah, he was he wasn't ready for it. He he didn't he didn't expect yeah. crazy that was happening. So yeah, uh, and so, I ended up uh, getting fourth place and qualified. Woo! Yeah. Ego intact. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I also qualified. <laughs> Chris, what place did you come in? I don't know, but I qualified. Motherfucking qualifiers, bro. That's where you came in. <laughs> So how happy, sad were you? Uh, that I qualified? Yeah. yeah. I was pretty... Eh, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, was, I was happy about it. And the fact that, like, yeah, I qualified for uh, Nationals, but I was sad in the fact, like, man, I gotta play four more rounds tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, a very uh, bittersweet feeling. So, midway through round four, I'm playing the game. And I kind of have, like, PTSD flashbacks, because I go to a lot of War Machine conventions. And uh, I do very well, but I always go to all these different places. And I spend this vacation the entire time in one ballroom of a hotel. And I never get to do anything. So this time I was just like, scoop, I'm out. And so the rest of my day was I went to uh, the Make a Veteran Seminar, where my uh, my idea promptly got voted into the ground with zero votes. What was your idea? Um, <laughs> uh, veteran Tapper. Veteran Tapper. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, so instead of uh, instead of the big bad man with the stick, um, I'm sure there's people that are listening to this and laugh because that's basically what people did to me at the seminar. So um, after I got zero votes with a, a sad face, uh, I didn't want to get angry at people because it's a vacation. Um, I was like, hey guys, let's just go get dinner. So we just left. Um, and basically I said uh, he turns into a support captain, kind of like an Esther's, but instead of uh, buffs, he hands out beer tokens. Um, so players can do character plays, players can do 
um, extra attacks that can do... It just makes everybody much more flexible. Um, and then, like, the feat is a six-inch pulse where everybody gets a beer token. So it's, like, a really super efficient turn. You know, kind of make Brewers, I don't know, not the worst guild in the game next to Butchers. Um, but whatever. You know, Veteran Cena, Cub tokens, whatever the fuck. Jerk off into a forest. Um, so, uh, I'm not bitter. Um, then, uh, we went to Harry Carey's, and I had a really delicious meal. And, uh, really happy for Zach to qualify. And then we, uh, we went back to our, uh, place where we were staying. And, um, yeah, that was my, that was the rest of my Friday. What about you guys? Did you stay up at all, or? Uh, I don't um, remember. No, I mean, I don't remember. It's on to you. I don't remember. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. I don't know. Qualify blackout. All right. Um, I think I, oh, you went, uh, Chris, you went to go get uh, burritos. Oh, yeah, I went to go get the burritos. It was just a fabled burrito venture of, like, 28 people in a small yeah, burrito place. Yeah, we completely sold out this burrito place, basically. <laughs> and I was going to go get burritos, and then I walked up to the room, and uh, I was staying with a Canadian, awesome the name of Sam, uh, from mm-hmm. Victoria, Columbia, and he's mm-hmm. like, I have two boxes of pizza for myself. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, that's that, that's good. Where did you get that? He's like, you can have some. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat pizza in my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And go to bed. While- I'm gonna eat pizza in the bed and then fall asleep in the bed. <laughs> that's basically what happened. <laughs> like a classy lady. Anyways, <laughs> Saturday morning. What are you guys doing? Uh, uh I, you know, national. I get my free hotel breakfast. It was cornflakes. And then I go, then I go on stream. Champions. <laughs> I go on stream. <laughs> I uh, uh, so I was gonna say I played. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I played a blacksmith game that morning. I'm pretty sure I was there, but you lost your fucking mind. <laughs> this guild is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I just want to play another game. Let's just go play another round. <laughs> <laughs> I'll skip nationals. It's whatever. <laughs> Played way more games than I did over the weekend. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah, Every I, time I saw I you, you were in a game. I mean, I got maxed out Wendell over here um, from the rookie league. So nice. I, I played a lot of games. Um, so God, do I hate Wendell still? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, do you guys want to jump right into nationals? I, I had a. I, we all went to a, a diner and got. I got a, a sloppy breakfast. It was a skillet full of just. A mound of food, and it was delicious. <laughs> so round one, uh, Chris, go. All right, so round one on uh, the stream it was rematch versus Jared McGraw on stream. Oh shit! And it's, this time we were rested up and ready to go. Um, we played a really good game. It was really tight, and in the end, I got really lucky that he missed uh, a bonus time shutout on Corsair. Which allowed me Ooh. to win the game. Um, it was yeah, it was a great, great fun game to play on uh, stream. And there were a lot of times where we just went for like one die character plays or one die passes and stuff, and just said, "All right, let's see what freaking happens, guy." Oh. <laughs> roll the bone. You don't even get to roll the bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's another one that's up on stream. You can check it out on Vince's that's channel. Awesome. Wow, Mike. I got to play uh, one Alex Bots round one, so you know. Easy. Spoiler alert! E- easy pad. 
to the Nationals. <laughs> uh, also playing Thrasher, so this is now game number three of uh, against Thrasher. For, um, Some might say he was a little popular at that convention. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> and including playing against two of the uh, eventual winners of said tournament. So yeah, it wasn't just like any man's Thrasher, like premium. Nope. Premium threat. Um, <laughs> so uh, they spoke, but this game was talked about on Strictly Words podcast. But basically, I set up um, the same strategy with Honor uh, for defending against Thresher, mm-hmm. and I was very happy that actually it, it like really effective. And uh, it took Alex a long time to figure out what he was going to do, but he ends up going in, um, which we now which we talk about later. And things is a mistake. Um, but he went in, he didn't go in, he went in, not to say anything less about Shane the player, but he went in better than Shane. And Shane went right in the middle of the team. Uh, Alex tried to go uh, on a flank. Uh, not tried to, he did. Uh, so yeah. he, he does some things. Um, but I am able to stand, he had knocked down some models and all those pressure things. But I have two activations. Uh, Mallet and Flint, both full of four influence. So Flint stands up where they goes and push dodges uh, Thresher into range of Mallet, who then goes in and, uh, and either charges or sprints and does things and generates momentum and sinks them out, knocks them down, all those good things. Gets a nice and set up. I win the momentum. Um, everything's going according to plan. Uh, Thresher is knocked down in front of my team, which is beautiful. Um, that seems good. However, because he had positioned so far on the flank uh, from where Honor was, uh, it would have required Honor to do quick time and sprint for her to be able to get around and get into melee with uh, Thresher. That's getting worse. Getting worse. That said, um, my whole plan is to load up Honor and uh, Harmony and Legendary and kill Thresher. Um, didn't really think it through well enough, but that plan is completely viable, even with a quick time and um, a sprint. Maybe mm-hmm. in my head I was thinking that he was still standing and he would have been able to counterattack, um, okay. which might have made it a little bit worse, because then I would have to take a dodge and not damage, yeah. etc. Anyway, so... Nine attacks on a three zero model will still kill. Yeah. Should have done that. Instead I go with Mallet, um, do things, you know, attack him, but he's able to stand Thresher up and basically, you know, knock people down while dodging away and um, walk away and then bring his team in as as a as a buffer. Um so with that, so I, I had not gone with the honor plan as I should have. So I tried to set up the honor plan for the top next turn, which I'm ultimately successful on. But um, the dice kind of uh, started going very, very against me at this point. Um, That's not good. Which did help. So I end up, instead of being like four or five momentum ahead of him at this turn, I generate like zero momentum with honor or one momentum with honor. So of course the legendary. Just get plus one on the momentum roll because if I, Ooh. I know it sounds so bad, but if I lose, <laughs> if I lose the momentum roll and Thresher goes first, he's like sitting in his team and 
literally just killed every single one of my models with legendary and then every single one of my models. So, oh my uh, I win the roll off. I do kill Thresher, uh, top of top of three. But so I still achieving my goals. But from there, uh, you know, everything just goes down. So yeah, yeah. I had I had way overextended to do that, and it wasn't uh, worth it. And then the dice didn't go back in my favor in any way. They continued to be slightly sub-average rolls, which didn't really help. So I started just moving models randomly away from the scrum, um, but you know, didn't work. All right, all right. So so Chris is obviously the nation's last hope. <laughs> um, how did your round two go? I got paired up against Jordan Knock. Well, well, go figure. <laughs> so this was a Corsair mirror match, and um, I went in pretty much like, well, you know what? This is my first game against Jordan. I really want to just see what happens here because I had never gotten to play him, but I knew I I hung out with him at other tournaments. Obviously, the name is synonymous and, with success. Yeah, and yeah, and so. I go in, our teams are exactly the same, except he had Gutter and I had Sakana. And I made a opening mistake. I kicked off with Siren. He he had a really good hand, too. He had a knee slider and receiving the ball and probably some other really good stuff. Woof. Um, and I kicked off with Siren, but I thought that he had a path to just immediately murder her and turns out I guess he either didn't or that would have been suboptimal because we talked about it after the game and he said that was a mistake and what I did was I had moved Siren back to form like this uh, basically it's like a little pyramid of my characters where because of Siren's beautiful uh, he would have had to be really freaking close to pull me in and Mm -hmm. While all my characters were in this little pyramid, Siren would have blocked the pool for anybody else. And uh, But that was something that I needed to do if I was up on points. And gotcha. anyway, he scores with Siren, knee slides out, scores with Siren again, and then I start actually making some points. I kill Siren, I score with... Or no, I kill Siren... I kill Gutter after releasing the Kraken uh, several times, getting really <laughs> lucky. But he he gave me he gave me a momentous weak point that he kept forgetting about. Every time I, I would I would attack him, he'd like, "Oh, you got armor." I'm like, "No, I've weak pointed you on the uh, counter attack that you gave me earlier." And uh, so I release the Kraken like several times, and then Gutter explodes, and then Siren <laughs> yeah. goes and scores the goal. And then I was down to the point where I'm like, well, I just got to hope that he misses a goal. And he didn't. <laughs> That'll do it. He is well known for missing. Uh, it was good. Good, good, good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, so obviously you guys stay in because it's Nationals. Yep. And you want to have some good games. Yeah, I was invested. So, uh, yeah. my next round, I get matched up into uh, Frank Midas from New Jersey, so travel <laughs> to Chicago to play uh, a very local player. Uh, Frank yep. and I always have great games. He played Corsair. Uh, he is the like the emperor of grind ass. Um, 
he, he just doesn't like to you know, score points before like 45 minutes. He um, likes to play a World War II simulator <laughs> in the form of a sports game. Yeah, basically. Um, so I play Hammer. He plays Corsair. Uh, he has Hammer 3, he Siren, and all this stuff, tags, etc. Um, and basically, how this game goes is he does everything he can to blind Hammer every opportunity he can. Um, good. Uh, I decide at some point, I like, I basically, you know, spend the first turn or two moving up. Um, and eventually I'm just like, you know what? It's going to get blind off this table, killing the damn octopus. So Hammer, blinded, goes in and kills the octopus. So that. Uh, and that got rid of blind. So I was really happy about that. And then, uh, the game basically turned in like to the super grinding stages. And, um, he basically uh, just spent the whole game trying to kill Hammer. Uh, and eventually did so, but not before like, of all of the clock and also losing a lot of other models uh, in the process. So I there's one point where I'm up on clock. He's, he's really low. Uh, I'm not super high, but he's really low. So I just yeah. literally start running my team as far away from him. He starts running his team away from me, which was kind of confusing. Um, I don't know what he was going at there. I think he was like, trying to make like a drag play the next turn or something like that, but basically... some Set up some sort of bubble. Yeah, something. Uh, so I just pass the ball around and it runs literally as far as possible away from Corsair, so he recognizes that he's out of time and needs to win on the Corsair activation, um, or like, one activation thereafter. So he yeah, starts... He so he starts going and non-momentously dodging with Corsair off of model to try to get in range to rough seeds and get the ball and somehow also score the ball. Uh, but that doesn't happen, so it was a really good game. But, like, super grindy. I was like... Sounds it. Dripping sweat. Good <laughs> any indication? <laughs> good God, was I sweating bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Chris? Well, round three? round three is kind of both of us. Because we play each other. Oh my god. Alright, I'm going to summarize this game. Ready? Go um, for it. Chris sets up is like, I'm going to push models off the board um, of death, and he does that. I proceed to score points while he is doing that. He scores more points, um, and then he uh, gets gets kind of taken by the uh, linked active the honor harmony activation uh, to uh, take him out. I actually don't really know anything more about that game other than you just spent the whole game not in a bad way, you were also doing other things, but you were oh, yeah. really dedicated to pushing my damn models off the board. Well, see the big mistake I made in this game, in hindsight I played my other character um because i had siren shark jack and hag off on the far right flank in a way where all right you if you come to try and get the ball or to come to try and kill me you're going off the edge and that worked a couple times and it would have continued to work i hope um but that's a that's a future testing 
anyway, um, but I ended up bringing my other character. I think it might have been Sukana or it might have been somebody else way over on the far left side and out of range of having a reasonable goal kick to him. And if I had a reasonable way to get the goal kick over to him, then I could have maybe scored another goal to close it out. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it was a good game. So all in all, it sounds like a solid game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, honor, honor into shark is uh, both very, very on your toes. Feels very fair. <laughs> cool. Um. So round four. Uh, round four. Um, I played Mikel Podias. Um, yep, awesome. he was playing. What's that? Awesome. Yeah, and he was um, he was playing Smoke, I was playing Corsair, and in the end, uh, I ended up doing, tried to fight too much, and well, not too much, but, like, I made a mistake in that at one point I was fighting and going after Mercury, and I, my dice spiked and hit the momentous three and a push on Corsair, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this momentous damage. And I'll get the knockdown on the next hit. And I mm-hmm. bonus time the next hit to make sure. And I don't get the knockdown. And I keep attacking. And I keep not getting the knockdown. And, well, well. <laughs> and in the end I end up losing. Um, due to Catalyst coming back on the field. I was just out of range of being able to do a, a last hope snapshot. And... Callus comes back on the field, explodes on people, and that's game. Woof. And I'm okay. Very quickly, I played Yep. Smoke. Which is interesting that he's playing the you know classic uh, non-interactive style. Um, and ultimately, the game went about as expected. It talked about it on their podcast, but he was talking about. And while I wasn't convinced about all of it, um, it did, like, I was literally looking for models that were fast on my and that more them. And I didn't mm-hmm. want regular harmony because um, she, I didn't think I would ever make she I mean, she just dies. Yeah, she just dies. As does yeah. vet harmony, but at least vet harmony can bring addition to people. Um, so she's yeah. Like, yeah, and I don't need the link, so I just needed the condition. Well, it's nice. I brought both my conditions and harmony, and yeah, and I basically played run up the field as fast as possible and just try to jam in three goals. Um, and I got two of them, um, and do uh, that right now. I got. Somehow this worked out. I got. I believe in you. I got at least <laughs> one goal, and at least one. Uh, he got one, and I got one takeout from uh, Whitney. Um, and I guess I got the second goal. So I got two goals and one takeout. What it was from the Whitney. Um, it was interesting. He uh, he fly, He has the ball on smoke. Lines on her. Um, first activation. I had not legendary yet. 
I say, you know, I get the money to get goals. I'm not otherwise, and gonna not try to fight for goals. Um, so I go on a run and then have to do some dodging off some models. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like a hundred percent convinced that there was absolutely no way that possibly could ever happen. Um, and he was like, "This is." Like you know, pulling out the calculator, and how unlikely it was afterwards, <laughs> um, and I and I, I think he I think he had miscalculated some of it because never tell me the odds. Well, he didn't he didn't recognize that I could have seven influence on her. Um, so and hashtag Han Solo that shit's okay. Yeah, well, and also that like you know, honor has a momentous tackle on one, so even with pack four, yeah, he'll get yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I. Unfortunately, though, on that one, I fluffed the rolls just enough so I could only take the, uh, instead of taking two die tap in, um, I had to take one die tap in, made it, um, but, and I think I made a mistake here, I needed her to dodge away, um, instead I left her where she was, um, and that basically set him up to, uh, he killed another model, uh, and then killed her of the next turn before I was able to get the third goal. I had the, he, had, he, had, he also scored later that turn. So I had the ball back on my model ready to go for that final goal, but uh, you know, he had the first activation to be able to close it out. It was good. Um, I recognized that my lineup was not um, set up for that, so if I was to play Mason competitively, I would probably decimate um, for that matchup. Maybe to second win. Yeah, I just what would be your six? Uh, probably the same as I did, except for well, no, Lucky would probably the model I take out of the tent. So Lucky, yeah, probably, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, Lucky probably drops and goes pick up the spot. I mean, Lucky does have the the momentous tackle on two, but decimate just gives it's just so much more. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like Lucky. versatile. And there's good um, but specifically if I were to, like, worry about this matchup, but, um, uh, maybe Thresher just takes care of that. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that, that finished me out two and two. Uh, still felt pretty good about my game. Ended up getting fifth overall. It was cool. Awesome. Yeah. So that was your guys' Sunday. Uh, exactly. I'll just go through mine really quick. Uh, woke up, had a great breakfast. Then we dropped off Zach at uh, Nationals and said, See you later, bucko! And uh, we went to a bunch of game stores in the general area and oh, nice. uh, did some exploring. Uh, we had Lou Malnati's. I had a real Chicago deep dish pizza for the first time. Oh my god, it was an experience. Um, then uh, we had Portillo's for dinner, and I had a French dip sandwich dipped in the au jus. It was amazing. Um, and then we came back and found out Zach lost round one and two. Well, that's okay, buddy. Let's uh, let's go get some food. And, um, so uh, yeah, uh, played a bunch of rookie games. Obviously, I think it was ten or twelve or something like that. Nice. Um, just you know, grinding games out with farmers. Um, learned a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, and then pretty much Sunday. Uh, you guys were still around, right? You were hanging out. Yeah, we had flights later. You had it. Yeah, so we we had the 14-hour drive, so we had breakfast, um, and then we started our drive back, 
pretty much. Uh, we helped with a couple things, and uh, were there any yeah. closed highways? Uh, not that time, no. Uh, Luckily, uh, we got back to Connecticut at about three thirty in the morning, all right. and then I had to drive back to my place. So I, got, I passed out for about an hour and a half, and then went to work on Monday. Excellent. So, uh, how about you guys? What was your Sunday? Well, so my Saturday, I went, oh dip, I went to. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, okay. <laughs> I went with uh, George Knox, Stephen Easton, JJ Lane, uh, Sam. Uh, from, we get it. All the big dick meta guys moving on. I know. It was, uh, well, fancy it was, pants with the dinner. I talked to all the guys that are really good at this game. Well, it was good because I, I had not, uh, I mean, besides Jordan, uh, I had not talked to Steve. Really cool guy. I started talking during like uh during nap yeah. something like that. But anyway, he was a really cool guy. JJ's mm-hmm. a really cool guy. We had been uh like earlier in the year we had been sledding each other back and forth, so that could be really good to uh, meet face to face and make fun of each other face to face. So Absolutely. Uh yeah, really great time to talk a lot about things. Um got back and then just started that was like the beginning of the black season. Uh you lit up the hearth. I don't know. In a, yeah. Uh, in a fancy spiritual way. Yes. Uh, so I just started banging out games. I literally played against Sam. I think I played four or five games of uh, uh, Blacksmith's first pressure uh, that thing. Just in the hotel lobby. Mm hmm. It was great. Uh, lost every single one. Great. Uh, <laughs> one time, though, I did uh, fail to kill a knockdown pressure. Uh, iron, um, like it's, so that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that should just happen. It should happen. Uh, okay, but I'm anyway, not a doctor. But so, then Sunday I uh, played a crap ton more blackjack. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, talked to people, had a good time, and talked to people. Uh, played Bill Anderson, blacksmith, fishing. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Got to see all all the all the people I know, all the people I had talked to on the Discord and other places. And watched as uh, Alex Botts, the bald eagle that he is, flew to greatness. Yeah, that was great. And won worlds. Congrats yeah. to him. Yeah, congrats to him. Big shout out. Super cool to see America win. Yeah. It was really cool, mm. especially after the, uh, as, as was mentioned, the kind of conclave of, of players, including myself, that had it. of that, he was like, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll give it a try. Uh, so, yeah. Oh. Super fun weekend. Uh, went back, and yeah, got home, went to work, all those, all those good things, and then was sad that it was no longer team time. Fair. Um, so, I, obviously this is my first episode. I know you guys, do you guys like to stay around an hour, or do you want to save the topic for next episode? No, we're going to keep going. Oh, we're, we're, we're going. So we're we going. get through all the right. topic. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so uh, the other topic that we want to talk about, uh, first of all, uh, they made the big announcement saying that there's going to be two SteamCon qualifiers this year. 
correct? Yes. Uh, American one Championships. One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. But if you win, they're going to pay for your flight to the SteamCon UK? If there's Something 30 like people or more. Correct. Okay, well, yeah. I'm assuming that both these qualifiers are going to have 30 people or more. If not, shame on all of you listening. Um, get your friends, give them a team, it costs $10, throw it at them, they can play in five minutes, and just add to that population. But, um, we all know you own seven guilds, don't fool yourself. Uh, so, um, that's really cool, I like that addition, it's gonna, you know, it, it lit a fire in my belly, saying, oh man, I can get a, a fully paid trip to the UK? Absolutely, I'm in on this. So, um, I thought that was really cool. Um, that being said... Uh, I am definitely a firm believer in if you want to get good at a game, you have to pick one thing and you have to stick to it. Um, there are too many intricacies, especially in this game, um, that um, you need to know your stuff through and through. Um, and with that being said, uh, I was wondering if I could uh, ask for your, the listeners and the gentlemen on this podcast for the assistance of picking the guild that I will be playing moving forward. Um so, uh, a little bit of back history. Um, I play broken shit. Um, I really don't, uh, I'm not a fluff bunny. I'm not like, I like these guys. These guys are cool. No, whatever is the best, I typically play. Um, so, in Season 2, I was playing Obulus and uh, Shark. At the beginning of Season 3, I was playing Fish with Shark and Corsair. Obviously, very powerful guilds um, that uh, were, some people thought were on the side of unfair. Um, and now, you know, obviously I am playing Thresher. So, I, you know, you could see his power level from a mile away. You don't need to have a lot of games in this game to realize that. And um, definitely realize that he had a, a, a bit of a gotcha factor where he can just end games if the opponent is not ready for it. Um, so, uh, with you guys, because you play quite a bit more than I do at the moment, um, where, where did you start by picking your guilds? You want to go ahead on the script? Fish to look cool. All right, maybe not the greatest <laughs> guy to ask advice. So <laughs> great, great help. Uh, that was all right. Super right. duper. I can do this. Um, <laughs> put me in, coach. Uh, Tag you in. So I played a. I skip around guild a lot. Unfortunately, yeah. one of my issues. Um, that said, I decided to start committing to Mason at some point. Post like spring, summer, beginning of summer, sometime around then. Definitely by the time the erotic came out, um, I was full yeah. on Mason uh, and committed to... You're talking about the hammer change? Uh, yeah, I definitely... Oh by, my god. Definitely by then, Ooh. but I think I was already playing them before then, but I was just focusing on honor more. Um, and, sure. And then I think it switched over to that, and then I was like, all in. Um, oh boy. So, uh, I pick... I. Funny enough, I originally want was interested in Mason's because I liked the way um, I had painted them, and that just made me want to look at them. But then I started looking at them more, and I realized uh, there was a lot right with them, a lot of great stuff. Um, Honor was still, you know, almost untouched, somewhat touched, but not too much touched since she was first created, and she was really good. Um, and then Hammer Chains came around, and that made my opinion a lot better um than all the other changes happened sure you know the things that i had trouble into the few games i played mason or not the games i played mason prior to uh the errata uh had kind of gone away specifically sure uh not mm-hmm. yeah at least the part that i really hated as mason which was good string um 
show kind of the felt like the start like it was a combination of a guild that i like to play had a lot of was strong objectively had a lot of play style things that i could attach myself to and then also i felt was a good call into where i thought the competitive meta of the game was going to uh um you know put itself into obviously you need to answer the meta yeah yeah uh and i and i think that one was a big important thing because i mean I want the playstyle to be something that I enjoy doing, but I'm pretty flexible on that, so I can make a lot of different playstyles work for me. Um, yeah, but it has to be both have like the tools and the strength there to be like on the on the high end level, and then also have uh, yeah, also be kind of appropriate given what I think is you know I'm going to be seeing. So that that was my. Uh, throw in for Mason, and I kind of feel at least the U.S. results for Mason have borne that prediction out um, with their very, very high win rate um, since the errata, which is uh, which makes me feel good that I made a, a good choice. Yeah, you, you, your predictions were correct. So um, I can agree with you on the Mason side, just because um, you know every game that I've played and or watched with Masons. Uh, you just look at the lineup every time, and you're like, wow, there really isn't a weak link. Like, they're all either average to above-average players, whether they're in a support role or they're in a, a worker model role. Um, and, I mean, just both of the captains do drastically different things, which is super dynamic and good. Um, I really enjoy... So, at the end of the day, we do play a dice game, and dice will shit the bed. And what's super nice about Masons is that even when that happens, they're still getting results that they can work with. Um, you know, th there's a lot of players where you're like, I need one to three successes. You know, whereas, you know, I'm going with Shark, and I need five successes on this charge. And sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. And it's just, I like that flexibility. Um, also, I mean, you can't really knock it when you're talking. I watched you in that mirror match you were talking about earlier, where you're like, okay, end of turn. Um, oh, you have 11 momentum? Well, I have 13 momentum. <laughs> You're just like, holy shit! Um, so, uh, Masons were, were definitely one of the guilds that I was thinking about, obviously. Um, right now, I'm pretty much torn between uh, Masons, Farmers, and Morticians. Um, I, I can... After watching quite a few of the uh, just YouTube games and then the stream games that were from SteamCon, um, you know, watching watching our RIP host uh, up in the playtest heaven now, um, you know, watching him battle back with, you know, what people kind of suppose is a tier two guild like Morticians now, um, it, it was just that hard control and um, I just think that they answer the meta, the tippy top meta very well right now. Um, with the oncoming onslaught of Thresher and Blacksmith players um, that will be greatly populating the, t the tournament tables. Um, I just think that that should be your number one go-to that you need an answer for. Um, and I just think that uh, you can create an obulus team that can control the board enough to frustrate Thresher to the point where he really doesn't do anything in the game. Um, or at least minimal damage is suffered. Uh, so there's that, but I do think on that other side of that coin that uh, picking by picking morticians, I am forcing myself to try harder than the average player to win out of 10 games. 
I'm going to have to put in about 12 games worth of effort, as opposed to, say, maybe a Thresher player where, you know, if I'm getting six points every every turn one, I don't need to try nearly as hard. Um, where, you know, that's kind of going more for gimmicks, less for hedging your bets against every matchup. Um, so eventually, all of the competitive players will become competent against Thresher, and you know you can you don't you don't get away with all the tricks that you were kind of getting away with right now. Um, I mean, he literally for some people it was their first games against Thresher. Like, hey, can I see his card real quick? Oh, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, and, and then we go to to farmers, which I, I think you know Grange is very good, and I think he has a, a lot of potential. It's just that Thresher outshines him so heavily right now, and really. I mean, you got to be silly not to think that by season four, at least midway through, they're going to to start tweaking the new teams. Um, You know, I I think Steamforge is is very well known for actively changing players on a year-to-year basis um, to kind of fit more where they wanted them to be in the power levels. Um, So if something is being abused, like Cough Cough, you know, six to seven out of eight are obulous at a a potential Masters. and, uh, you know, cl- clocking back players. And I think that even after you learn the tricks, Thresher might be too good. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. 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 We don't need to go into it. It's, it's not a complaint train. It's just he, he is exceptionally powerful right now. Yeah. It's, um, it's only a slight overdue. So. And it yeah. might just be the support pieces he has available. That's true. Um, but regardless. Do I keep riding the Thresher train while I believe he is very strong? And then you have to think about the long game, too, which is, will I want to keep playing them if these things get tweaked? You know, what am I actually enjoying out of this guild, and what do I think it puts my best foot forward? Whereas if I play a different guild and just develop a Thresher answer, then I'm in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the things in other people's guilds are less likely to be changed because they've already been altered. Um, and, and realistically, I mean, as a good point to this game, the spread of guilds was very wide at, at this event. I was very happy to be seeing almost everything with quite a few players playing them. There wasn't really a guild that was, you know, that one guy. Um, you know, I understand that butchers and brewers are in a tough spot right now, but um, there were brewers players, and they weren't all, o, you know, O and X. Like, there were many of them that were winning games. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a testament to the game because, you know, coming from War Machine, where there are just flat stuff that will not win tournaments, you know, it, it's a it's a bit of a refreshing feel. So, um, overall, I think I've talked myself into Masons just now. But, <laughs> excellent. Um, excellent. So, it's very good because uh, Mike is kind of, you know, passing on the Mason line. Um, and I don't think you guys need another Morticians player. <laughs> Let's be brutally honest here. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so Mason's uh, it is? I guess so. Um, so, uh... Straight from the wank dungeon. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right. Shoot. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick out a few of these questions. So, number one comes from Chris Baker, who says... How cool would exotic hardwood widgets be, and why is Galaxy Pat the widget messiah? I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say Galaxy Pat's the guy that's making exotic wood. 
no, Galaxy Pat it refers to uh, Pat Van Value or uh, Pat Van Valza, um, and uh, plenty of inside jokes here. So this is a great question for all of our listeners who aren't on the Gilball Discord. That this is why this uh, segment is just pure value. Um, how- <laughs> why aren't you on the Discord? Yeah, that is a good. That is a good question. Questions. If you are not in the Discord, message Mike Klein on Facebook. <laughs> Spam the shit out. Of well, him. funny question. A funny story, actually. Bill Anderson uh, recently was asking me. He's like, "So you always talk about this Guild Ball Discord channel?" And he had asked me, "What like what is Discord?" I explained it to him, etc. He's like, "I got on there. I don't. I don't see why you like it." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, like there's like." no conversations nothing's happening and i'm like literally like looking at like a hundred unread messages on <laughs> on discord as he's saying this and i'm like are you on the right Gilball discord channel and he's like there's more than one i was like actually yeah he, yes there you is there only allowed one per game <laughs> that's yeah. it i was like you should check how many members are in your Gilball discord channel like five i was like well that's probably oh. why <laughs> danger, danger. Um. Anyway, so uh, exotic hardwood widgets sound like a great product that I will never buy. So there we go. <laughs> so uh, with this game, uh, you top out, and man, do you finish buying shit real fast. That's why, especially in this game, you see a lot of fancy trays That's and true. widgets and dice trays and custom this and custom that. So I mean, at some point. You just gotta keep getting fancier. So I swear to God, if my templates are not made out of rhino horn in one year, I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna start with exotic wood, then we'll go to exotic materials. Just, you know, my butcher set's made out of rubies. It's no big deal. <laughs> Excellent. Alright. All next question. So I have a next I have the next one. Okay. I'm taking this. Uh why is attacking hoist with Horsehair a bad <laughs> idea? Chris, <laughs> <laughs> you wanna answer this one? Yes. Hey, boys and girls, gather around. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. <laughs> he's uh, he's immortal. Pro tip: uh, if you're Thresher, you just you just kill him. You just, he has a little bit of difficulty too. I mean, it yeah. is like literally one of the hardest models for Thresher to kill, also. But he can still do. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, in all honesty, I mean, obviously, for anybody that is relatively new to this game, uh, a tough hide, sturdy reanimate model with eleven boxes and four is one. a problem. And four one and and four one <laughs> is a problem. Um, now, nah, I mean, so what's nice again with the, the stupid thresher thing is that if he does happen to get the chance to be tooled up, uh, when that reanimate happens, at least he can spend the uh, harvest marker to just end it. Um, which is very helpful because typically that's kind of what pushes him over the top. It's that come back with three boxes and tough hide still. Yep. So big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Corsair does not like to attack tough hide models. Um, definitely not sturdy tough hide models, and definitely not sturdy tough hide models that will stand up if you ever actually get them up. So um, if you attack Corsair, always uh, with Corsair, you are trying to kill him and not. Generate the momentum. Um, get back. Fact. Can confirm. <laughs> All right. Next. Next question. All right. Who will win the Australian national qualifier, and why will it be a Kiwi? 
Well, because there will be uh, six players at the next Australian National Qualifier, and <laughs> four of them will be Kiwi. So <laughs> the other two will be the Double Dodge uh, podcast trying to uh, trying to win their way out of that. He just walks up, trying to make sees the in. four matchups, and then just just picks whatever the best one is, and then goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Amazing. I mean, the real answer, though, is who will win the Australian National Qualifier? It's uh, Trent Dennison whenever he decides to stop painting and start playing football again. Man, if you ever, ever want to feel inadequate painting, just follow his Twitter. Just, <laughs> just yeah, oh, yeah, you know, I had five minutes, uh, you know, while, while, you know, I had an eye patch on my eye and my hand was crippled. But, you know, I painted this. Fuck you. <laughs> Yep. Oh, God. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> you got one, Mike? No, go for it. Alright. Um, let's see. We got, does the sun ever set, or is it merely a poetic experience, followed up by, if the sun never set, how would it be Hoist's fault? <laughs> Excellent. He, he wouldn't even let the sun die. <laughs> <laughs> See, he'd have, yeah. a, he'd have a special rule that says this model ignores the first sunset. Oh, God, dude, they are savage on here. <laughs> oh, my God, which rule does Hoist not have? <laughs> uh, the answer is actually don't fear them, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we have the questions. Uh, no, no, we have, nope. we have one more. One okay. more I wanted to get to. Um, and that is... Where is it? There we go. Um, this is the host of the Momentous Doge uh, oh, yeah. YouTube channel. And he said, Will I have to rename my channel to Non-Momentous Pusheen uh, the next time I cheat on stream? And for that, I will answer, um, you probably just cheat on stream because you don't know how to play Mason like a real player and you hate mallet and you're a shit dude so <laughs> wow <laughs> wow i'm just gonna respond with a surprise pushing sticker in this chat right now <laughs> just... no um we if uh i <laughs> there's literally now a, a a new zealand tradition i think has been uh where somebody will say something about masons and then the first response will be you know mallet is shit um, and then uh, they all just like flock to it and just start talking about how much they hate Mallet uh, with the like one uh, goal of, of making me go on like a, you know, like a 30, 30 like paragraph rant. It works so, though. Mallet's it one of the it best works. players in the game. It works every time. So. <laughs> like, just like, like Mallet. You, you could make an argument saying that he's like one of the best non captain models in the game, right? I mean, yes, unless you're from New Zealand. I mean, maybe their education system isn't so good. I mean, I mean sometimes we, should, hard. we should probably not go down that road, given where <laughs> we live. <laughs> hey, man, they want to trigger you. Back I got you. your back, man. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I mean, at least two of us live in uh, coastal liberal elite states, so we do have uh, <laughs> decent education. So We got the data to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> I can read a card and say that a model's good. Yep, there you go. I don't think they can. 
Anyways, um, all right. All right. With so, that, I think that was pretty much everything. I think that's that's more than everything. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, right. Excellent. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the little bit of change to the podcast. Um, let us know about one third change. What was that? Solid thirty-three point three three percent change. Yeah, well, with the amount that you talk, it's more like a sixty-six point six. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I just don't want you to get tired by talking so much. I it was I'm just yeah, I'm it, it actually was help. really helpful. I was able to eat dinner uh, and like <laughs> work on my dissertation. It was great. <laughs> now I know what like why Chris does like why Chris just doesn't talk. It's great. It's so productive. <laughs> I painted 16 models. Anyways. Uh, all right. I, I, I think that sounds like an episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we have been. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Um, uh, get us on Podbean. Obviously, you're listening to this, so you probably already know that. We're on iTunes. We're on all those good things. Um, Facebook, just search Anatomical Precision. I'm too lazy to find um, a link, but it will be in the show notes. So, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. How do you beat Thrasher? You just kill him and you get good and you score 12. And I'm Jared McGraw.